It's a wonderful Monday morning, everyone. Actually, it's Wednesday morning, and uh, we have got the famous Photo Lab Studios, Jerry Shaw, back on the mic. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Uh, that's Frank. He's on as well. And uh, I'd like to say this is the second go round because Jerry choked his ass off the first time and couldn't really talk. What I happened with I was, that? I was a stuttering monkey that time. I was nervous, man. Uh, yeah. How is it to do a podcast with both hands around your throat? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was so it was, fucked it was, up. It was, it was, <laughs> it was <laughs> jacked up. That's why. At least he's walking you into this one for success. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, the like, last, I would lead him into something and it was crickets. Like, Jerry, no. did you go hunting this year? Yep. Y- yeah. And that was it. That's all you did. <laughs> I'd be like, so you, you, you actually bird hunt quite a bit, don't you? Sometimes. I like trees. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen my baseball? <laughs> <laughs> I believe you have my steepler. Uh, Lord. Uh, so we got a, let's see, 14 minutes. So we've got about 45 minutes. We're going to knock this thing out because I've got, uh, believe it or not, Mark Smith coming on next. Um, the Muley Slayer? surprised Muley. me. Yeah. Yeah. The Muley Slayer. Nice. 130 to 50 inch Muley Deer. No, I'm oh, just kidding. Oh, damn. Um, no, that's, that's that the current name? guest. Yeah. The Muley Slayer, though? It's what he named himself, okay. which I'm going to give him shit about on the podcast. <laughs> no, I've known Mark forever. We mess with each other oh, all the you time. Don't, you don't get to pick your own nickname. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that is kind of true. Um, I uh, yeah, I ended up with Sniggles. Don't ask me how that happened. Um, the but so you you own Photo Lab Studios, which is you said would kind of started as a hobby, but you do all kinds of stuff with that. I mean, cut to, you you draw the the cool little creations where the guys have little mean faces and and uh, but you you you. You don't do a JT, but you work on big TV screens normally that go, that look like a JT that I can't say. Correct. Um, so yeah, I uh, own and operate Photolab Studios. Um, kind of what we do is anything really creative um, for the outdoor industry. So anything from logos to uh, graphics, design, animation, um, apparel design, tra- truck and trailer wraps, um, you know, the animation intros for YouTube, trade shows, different things like that. The uh, Kafaru intro, um, I obviously did. Uh, the Kafaru cast logo, I did. Um, so, yeah, yeah so kind of anything creative. You do uh, quite a bit of work for us. You do the, the Kafaru cast logo, the Kafaru intro for our videos. You've made a bunch of our water bottles. Uh, you did a lot of our Kafaru cast apparel. So, Jerry's. Jerry's doing a lot of a lot of stuff for us as long as well as uh you're a pretty avid hunter, right? Yeah, yeah. I try to get in as many seasons as I can. Um, you know, we kinda of start off early, um, waterfowl and, you know, antelope, rifle deer, bow deer. Um you know, I went on my first backpack elk hunt this year in Montana. Um and then obviously waterfowl, pheasant, bird hunting, turkey, um, you know, all that. So all that good stuff. As many seasons I can get, get let's in. Let's see if you knock this one out of the park. How did the backpack elk hunt go? Uh, unsuccessful. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you're a traditional see, archer, no. It was, it was it fun, though? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a great time. Well, Jerry's picking up a trad bow. Yeah, I actually uh, picked up a trad bow last time I was down here, down at RMS Gear. Just uh, Mother of God. Yeah, right. It's a rabbit hole I wasn't expecting to go down. How'd that go? It's a struggle compared to my my compound but it's a fun struggle i gotta head back over there today because i'm out of arrows that are buried in my snowbank in the backyard so yeah yeah the key to victory on that starting out is a big big backstop or a target yeah yeah frank 
Yeah. Not to get off the subject to Jerry, but tell us your sp- first hunting experience with a stick bow. Well, let's see here. I, I picked up. <laughs> you're like, I think I want to get a trad bow. You should get one too. I'm like, all right, sweet. I'll get one. Got one, which you gave me. It was from Dryad Bows. It was kind of a Kafaro edition. And uh, started going to RMS gear and started off at 10 yards. Well, I, as you probably should, I yep. guess. Yep. <laughs> and I kind of quickly got like screw this dude 10 yards really i started shooting at 20 yards i, I think i just i moved back too quickly i got, freaking got suck confidence. i suck we went to so i'm like all right i'm gonna go to kansas i'm gonna go hunt turkeys this should be like a you know it should be pretty easy a given first uh first day in, in kansas we see this turkey out in this field by himself a gobbler we get on this hedgerow there's a perfect juniper tree right on the hedgerow where he's gonna walk by call him in he walks by at 10 yards I draw back and I miss him by like four feet to the left. My buddy Danny's calling for me and he's like, dude, what the fuck? You suck. <laughs> we get back to his, his uh, we're staying with his parents down there because that's where he's from. We get back and there's his whole family's over there and they're family friends and he's like, yeah, fucking Frank missed a turkey at fucking 10 yards. <laughs> so, and then that's how the trip went the whole time. So I probably <laughs> missed three or four turkeys with that trad bow that trip and then. And last, that was the end of his traditional yeah, archery yeah, career. Yeah, la- last day I finished it up with a shotgun with two turkeys. So, Rough start. Yeah, and that was the end of it. It happens. But what about, are you going to try and hunt turkeys or something with Yeah, them? I'm going to probably start off small with turkeys and maybe, I don't know, we can get quite a few doe tags in South Dakota, so. Yeah. <laughs> You're stroking your nose on the mic. <laughs> uh, I'm the mic it. commander. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man. Uh, man, yeah. By the way, that is uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Uh, it's what Frank just. Uh, I highly suggest you get on YouTube and uh, Google that specific portion of that uh, that show. It's pretty dang funny. But my favorite's the uh, the end part where they go around finding all the people that were talking trash oh, about yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. Little kids. Oh yeah, you made that with. Yeah, I remember that the video. Oh Lord, the trash talking. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's funny. So, what do you foresee? Because uh, you've killed quite a bit of stuff with a gun, and you've killed stuff with a bow. Uh, what have you? What all have you took, taken, taken down? What have you? What's the technical term? What's proper cons- harvested? Hashtag harvested. conservation. Hashtag. What have you harvested? What have you, what have you farmed and killed? Yeah. What groceries did you bring home with your bow? With my bow, it's uh, been quite a few turkeys, a lot of rabbits, just walking around and plinking rabbits and. Uh, five or six does i have yet to shoot a buck yet but i could have but kind of was being picky and held out and that's just kind of on our our family farm so i was kind of hoping uh something bigger would walk by never did and so i've yet to yet to shoot a buck with my bow but freezing freezer feeling's good i'm a terrible trophy hunter so <laughs> as we all shooting are. rabbits with the trad bow seems like it'd be a lot of fun i don't know i've shot a few with the with a compound and it's pretty cool if you can get an area, of course I'm saying this having done it with a compound, but if I with a stick bow, if I would go when it's like a high population, it's super fun. When it's a low population, a I'd, lot of I'd, bow hiking. I'd rather probably go to the gym. I hate to say. Um, I mean, it's always good to be out in the woods, whether you get something or not, right? <laughs> no, uh, not really. Uh, <laughs> it is the fun true shooting. Aaron comes out. <laughs> no, this I, sucks. I, I, I don't, that's definitely not like that's ever changed. I, it's always fun to go out, but it is always a little funner when you bring back something to eat. There's no way around it. Um, it's just funner. So it's always, I mean, it's funner, or funner. I don't, that's funner. Was, more fun, funner. 
It sounds right. I'm from Oregon, so it does. <laughs> He's got no room to talk. I'm from you, where, South Dakota. Where the chickens wore underwear so the hoot owls won't rape them. You don't even know what a hoot owl is. <laughs> Cacaw. Cacaw. The, the, uh, you got quite a bit. You guys can bait out there, can't you? For what? Turkeys? Or no. No. Nope. Where is that? Where can you bait for turkeys? Oklahoma, I think. Probably a bunch of masturbators down there. Yeah, man. I saw a video <laughs> a guy sent me... Um, there's like 400 turkeys oh coming God. in, and you can see in the corner of the video the pile of corn. And I'm like, I think that's corn. And this is before I knew about baiting and how, well, you probably didn't know that much about, I'm talking to Frank here. In Colorado, western states, you don't, baiting isn't a, a big thing as much as it is maybe in other parts of the world. So as I've gotten older and been enlightened on baiting, um, most animals like corn. Turkeys like corn. And so, like, the first time I went to Nebraska, I would be lying if I didn't say that I put my blind semi-close to the trough where the cattle are because cows <laughs> won't eat on the ground and corn falls out and the turkeys come eat it. And so my blind may have been set up between the roost and the cattle Trough. That's just smart hunting, right? Yeah. That's, that's just proper scouting, right? Uh, I, I may have kicked a little corn out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can you call turkeys pretty good? Yeah, not too bad. Is that a sick hoodie? Not it to is. change the it's subject. The, uh... That looks comfortable. That does. Is that their it's casual like the, wear? Yeah, it's their lightweight, lightweight one. Yeah. yeah. Nice. yeah. Are you sick for it? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sick of hearing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, no, I don't. Uh, I wear everything. I mean, so are you a shot caller or a, a good caller for turkeys? Yeah, I mean, I ain't gonna win any championships or anything, but I can hold my own. I can call them in. <laughs> I gotta say, those guys from the south—they take great pride in their turkey calling abilities. Oh, God, Broderick calls with his mouth better than most people. Remember that? He's like doing. I'm like, holy cow! You gotta call. No, it's my mouth. I'm like, all right, I'm not even gonna try. I, I, I don't say I. I can kind of do that. Not sure I should do it on the podcast. I but. mean, you might as well. <laughs> when we Frank and I were in the blind, and Frank just started going, here, turkey, turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing up corn. <laughs> it's the best cover sent around. <laughs> Roll around in the corn drop. Shaking a, a coffee can with corn in it. <laughs> you know, I, I say we can't bait, but we hunt over, you know, mile-long sections of corn yeah. so i guess that's a big big bait pile sort of. <laughs> just yet to be harvested yeah yeah uh that's pretty funny um what uh on the on the where you're at though how small is that is that your town like where you like population wise i live in rapid city so it's hell you're big 60 60,000 yeah. yeah you like it there i do i like it on the west side a lot i used to live on the the east side of the state where it's flat and Really nothingness. And that's where your buddy, your bu- what was his name, Jason? Nick. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Way <laughs> off. Okay, good, good try. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. He lives on the east side of the state, and you guys were yeah. talking about um, last time that you were here that it's almost all private land, so there's not a whole lot of hunting opportunities unless you know somebody with land yeah. or your family has land or something like that. So. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, uh, the majority of the public land is on the, the west side of the state, you know, in the Black Hills and in uh, the different uh, national grasslands that we have. On the east side, it's majority pub or uh, private land. Um, there are some public chunks that are pretty good for like waterfowl and and pheasant hunting, but you know, for as far as big game goes, it's it's kind of hard to, yeah, to get onto the good 
good public. That's what I was just going to say. You don't hear a whole lot about big game hunting in, in South Dakota or sometimes even North Dakota. Um, and you got, you were talking about some sort of legislation last time that's been changing in your state as far as deer hunting goes and out-of-staters and stuff like that, right? Yeah, they're looking, and it's still kind of up in the air, but they're looking at possibly limiting the number of uh, out-of-state um non-resident archery tags because right now it's unlimited so if you're man i brought that up and i got all kinds of hate mail from other out-of-state hunters jesus yeah i'm I'm sure i will but well it's true what's your stance on it is it too there's just too many i just i think there needs to be a a limit like you know unlimited over the counter just it gets to be too many people you know when you go to any hunting spot in the hills and you see nothing but iowa minnesota Nebraska plates. Texas. Texans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't gotten, well, you don't really see too many of those. Usually it's, yeah, it's the Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois. Yeah, I think we, we've brought it up here in Colorado. It's unlimited for elk hunting for archery. Um, and we I think we talked about with Steve Hildy and Harold at least limiting or doing it per unit. Oh, um, I, I got some hate from that. One guy called me a crybaby little bitch, no. and uh, <laughs> I had to send him a message, and I said, do you find it ironic that you're being a crybaby little bitch as you're telling me I'm a crybaby little bitch? Takes and, one to know one, asshole. Oh, yeah. He, we we talked. Everything was cool, and I was like, look, uh, I tell people where to go. I help them with spots. Frank and I, free free you know information, right? Like, I'm not selfish. As much as we can. Yeah. As much as we can. Like. In reality, though, if you're in your home state, you do want a home field advantage. And their thing was, you live there, you get to scout. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's why I live here. I also have to pay the taxes and yeah. higher cost of living. <laughs> yeah, and I got to deal with all these fuckheads from California. Just kidding. California's awesome. Um, Not. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, somebody brought up a good point. I'm going to get all kinds of hate from this one. Why do Californians move out of California and when a vote comes up, they vote? To make, to, to, to make it just like California. just like California and then bitch about California. That makes no sense no. to me whatsoever. And I'm not saying Californians in the sense of, I know tons of people from California are super cool, but some of the way that your state run is makes me wonder a little yeah. bit. Yeah, absolutely. Not, no. not, not the people that live there, but some of the some of the way the state runs is a little weird. I'll say Avery's mentioned that a few times about uh, the Californians that moved to, to Idaho. and Oh, I bet he has. <laughs> 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 uh, well, I mean, it's not, I'm not from Colorado. I've been here for a long time, um, about as long as I've lived in Oregon, but I'm from Oregon originally. Um, but, like, it, one thing nice with your state right now is you don't have the population issues that, that we have and, you know, expanding it like Colorado does. You, you are expanding, but it, it is a little disheartening when you pull to a trailhead and there's, you know, Chris Rowe brought up a good point. We had I had him on. Well, I'd say we, but Frank screwed me. He went he went coyote hunting, which is what I probably should have done. But he's like, I would have. You keep talking about you want to increase bow hunting, you want to increase the numbers, but then you complain about, uh, or you want to increase hunting, but you complain about people at trailhead. And I'm like, well, define what a hunter is. You don't have to be at my trailhead to be a hunter. If you vote pro hunting, you're a hunter. That doesn't mean I want 95 people at my trailhead. Yeah. Like. You know, what I'm talking about is, okay, do we limit our solution somewhat was limiting out-of-state tags and catering to the in-state hunters. And we got a lot of, not a lot, we got a few hate mail messages about that. And I'm not against out-of-state hunters. I try to help you guys as much as I can. And I don't know, Frank, you do too. I mean, you get messages just like I do. <laughs> there's one There's one guy that I helped. Uh, well, I wouldn't, I don't know if I, thanks, man. I don't know if I, if you'd consider it help, but I told him to go to a spot that we generally say, 
you should go to and check out. And he's like, I've heard you guys talk about on the podcast. That's where you send everybody, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you send him to the bells? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just told him to take a look. Yeah. But I also told him, you know, most units west of I-25 in the mountains, are, you're going to find elk. You just got to do a little bit of scouting. He's like, well, I'm not looking for your honey hole. I just want to kill a cow. I'm like, well, that's what they all say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is Einstein Bagels, everyone. Ace. What's his real name? Ace Ventura, Jim Carrey. No, no. The guy, Ace. <laughs> What's the guy's name Adrian. where he got the bagels? A- Adrian. Thug Life. Ready? Yep. Grenade. Um, Adrian went and got us bagels. But although, Jerry, you opted out. Are you trying to get fit with it? Are yeah. Are you getting whitetail fit? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to keep hammering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we better cut the sleeves off of that hoodie. Is that, huh? Does he go full sleeve off or does he do the Belichick with the like the... No, I think it's full sleeve. Off the hoodie. I'm not sure. I don't that's pay dedication. That's, I don't I know. That dude's a running fool, A kid though. I went to high school with on I Facebook yesterday, he had, a, he had a flannel, a red flannel, with the sleeves cut off. And I'm like, dude, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why did you do that? Why? What? You're, what? Ruin, you're ruining flannels for Aaron. I know. Aaron's I've got bringing them. flannels back. You're bringing them back. But I'm then trying. Trying. There's, like a, there's like a crew of tight shirt flannels out there that are kind of ruining it. Mine are baggy, though. Yeah. yeah. Here's the proper lumberjack flannels. Well, it's funny. I got, I don't know how many Donnie Vincent comments because on the cat hunt, I flew up there in a flannel. They lost my bags while it was a flannel. <laughs> so I had to kill kill two of the cats with a flannel on. Not because I was trying to prove a point and shoot them with a flannel. And it's it's not like you need camo to shoot a cat in a tree with dogs under it. That's just all I had. Oh, good Lord, I had a bunch of Donnie Vincent comments. I'm like, guys, I lost my bags. I actually planned on wearing Swazi, which is what I wore at the end when I got my bags. But See, were you rocking the Stormy Cromer, too? No, I look like a fucking... Not attractive in a Stormy Cromer. Now, we did get some brim, brimless Stormy Cromers, but I haven't... Those are kind of weird. What does that, that look like? like? They're a little bit interesting. I want to get a Stormy Cromer. Yeah. Alex has been rocking the Stormy. The big ginge? Yeah, I'm supposed to go cat hunting with him Friday. Nice. Yeah. Although I told them we tree that big female again, it may have to die. Um, they didn't shoot it. You see how big that cow was? Mm. The biggest female I ever seen in my life. When I thought it was a male when I first looked, but I guess it was a female. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm supposed to. Uh, I'm gonna try and go hunt with him next year. I did his uh, the eco logo for him, and um, just to kind of did a trade out for a management hunt uh, with him. Is it mule deer hunt? Yeah. Is it rifle or archery? The thing that's cool about them as a management hunt is a huge yeah. bitch. <laughs> shooting a big deer. That uh, Matt uh, Bernier, uh, the guy that did like the stretching podcast with us, you know, whatever mobility, yeah. he went out and shot a, a big management buck. I saw him at the range with Amy. It was snowy or whatever. And uh, he was like, he's just engulfed in archery, right? So he's like jack through the roof trying to he's going out to nebraska every weekend while the season's open and but the management buck he shot most people would kill for but yeah. for alex the management buck is you know it's got a i mean he probably shot a 170 inch management buck <laughs> was that buck that patrick shot considered a management buck no no he shot the wrong deer oh okay yeah imagine the deer he shot with like a nine inch club coming off the side or a 12 inch club yeah that the buck he shot's 190 yeah the buck's huge yeah they got some ridiculous gotta, deer out there. Yeah. they. Well, uh, the first time I ever went out there with Aaron and, and Alex, we went antelope hunting, and we came up to a field, and we saw this deer that Alex had been looking for, and it looked like a freaking tree root coming off of its head. 41 and, what, and a half inches wide. Yeah. It, it didn't even look real, and 
one of its, its antlers was regular. Well, I mean, it, the orientation of it, but the other one was like upside down and it just looked, I don't know, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I guess one of the neighbors ended up ended up killing it, so none of his clients got an opportunity at getting it, but it was just a freaking monster. Yeah, it looks like a blast doing the, uh, the cornfield hunts and stalking in on them real close. Well, Alex is uh, is the guy that was on that had the video of him poking the coyote in the back with a corn stalk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's no shortage of animals out there. It's pretty cool. Um, so how you sent me a bunch of uh, you you do a lot of uh, yeah, um, they got a loan to pay their minions, <laughs> so you know what that means. They took our job. You do a lot of the the uh, logo work for uh, toxic. Um, Toxic calls, which they make a bunch of uh, coyote calls. They make other stuff, duck calls too. Yeah, um, everything from duck, goose, turkey, uh, predator calls. Um, they make a a buck grunt. Or, Meh. Yeah. Um. Speaking of which, try that in Alabama. No go. You know, you know, Chris and I got <laughs> about that. Bro, now Chris, that podcast was almost four hours long. Straight Ooh. is a grinder. Chris likes to argue. I really missed out. Uh. Insane. It was Amy was laughing. She because Chris, he's really animated. Yeah, he's I like talking Chris. about traditional. Oh man, Chris is the bomb. But he's talking about traditional archers. <laughs> that world's gonna end if you don't shoot one arrows, and you're gonna die. And I'm like, easy, Chris. Jesus <laughs> spit flying out of his mouth and shit. Say <laughs> it, don't spray it. Oh, dude, he was. He's like, you know what? I got a, I got a brand new outlook on crossbows. Bring them in. Bring them all in. And I'm like, what? And he goes, here. Bring them in. He goes. Have you ever hunted with someone with a crossbow? I'm like, well, in a ground blind, a tree stand, it, it makes a lot of sense. He's like, hunt in the mountains with them. Let me give you an example. And I'm like, a- Amy's like, and he goes, oh, there's an elk. And then you got to load the arrow. And there's not some like a draw where you draw a bow and that's like, Shh. it's, and he was like, not for me, not for me. Bring them all in. You're only going to do it one time, one time. And I'm like, Jesus, Chris, calm down. He, he drank two monsters, those big fuckers while we were on. But either way, Chris was, um, we were talking about, um, well, the buck grunt. And yep. I was telling him about the deer in Alabama. And uh, he was not digging on the fact that I was talking about how cranked up they are. You know, like Kansas deer, I said, we're, we're kind of stupid. Um in my experience, Kansas deer don't look up the amount that I've never, I've never seen deer like the Alabama deer. They're just a different level of cracked out. Just and I think they're, just, out. They're, they're hunted half the year, basically, or five got, or six months out of the year. They get pretty smart. Are you guys heading back down there here soon? You had to bring that up. Sorry, Frank. I'm going. Frank's going to the sheep <laughs> show. <laughs> I've got prior <laughs> obligations. <laughs> Ooh, sore subjects. Sorry, yeah. Frank. It's all right. Yeah, sheep shows actually uh, on the scale of shows, it's not so bad. I'm not a, much of a fan of of shows. I'm not a show guy, but yeah. got to do what you got to do. Got to be that gotta make, money. Got to make a little bit of money. Well, I ended up. I'm doing a the Kalamazoo the traditional archery deal, and I'm speaking at that one. So I'm I'm actually going from Kalamazoo to Alabama, and then back here to speak at CTAS. So I I. I Unfortunately, can't go to the sheep show. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I really couldn't make it. You can see the look of disappointment <laughs> on Aaron's face. I mean, you would see the sincerity of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you sons of bitches. Just yeah, kidding. I know. But yeah, Frank will be rocking the mic. Who's all? Dana, you. Me, Dana, 
Uh, Nathan will be there. Nathan French. TJ is going to help us. TJ Prez. Jordan Bud's driving out with us. Um, the guys from uh, No Limits Archery and Alpha Bow Hunting. They'll have a little spot in our uh, in our booth. So it'll be Phil Mendoza, Braden, and I think Santino said he might even go with the, with them. So um, <clears throat> we'll we'll have a full crew there. Is <laughs> there biting the bagel? Over there. <laughs> By the way, we are. Um going to be starting a GoFundMe account to get uh, Christy Titus her license back. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to steal Jordan from us on the drive back because she can't drive from Reno to SLC. I'm not sure she probably wants me to bring that up. Probably not. No, we may have to edit that out. I love you, Christy, <laughs> but uh, you need to slow down. And the, uh, the graphics in the Kafara booth are... Are provided by yours truly. So, yep. Jerry shameless did the, plug. Jerry, Jerry did the <laughs> graphics. We got a we got a whole new setup. So Aaron's really missing out. Dana, <laughs> Dana got with your uh, your banner guy here. What's his name? Actually, well, Dana was the one that found the banner guy, and then the banner guy. Oh, so she working. brought you new business. Yep, yep. Awesome. So uh, Ramon Fontaines with uh, Archer Sign and Design here in here in Colorado uh, hooked up the the banner, the table graphics, and. And uh, we even got little flag things, so our, yep. we're gonna. You're. It's gonna be hard to miss. Styling and profiling. <laughs> yeah, I think all we need now are like polos and we pop the collars. You guys will have to send me pics. Um, <laughs> dang it. Uh, <laughs> truly, truly hate you. We, you were gone last night. We were working on the presentation for uh, uh for the Kalamazoo because it's it's an hour long seminar. And good lord, you have to talk for an hour. Is there anybody else with you? No, no, and um. So it's don't it's know what to do, do with it, my hands. Yeah, it's do it yourself <laughs> backpack hunting. So it's diet, nutrition, and then gear and you know uh, meat care or whatever when you're in the field. Not Jerome <laughs> Frank. I know what you're thinking. And, <laughs> you uh, got to bring a little bottle of Vaseline. Yeah. And uh, yeah, weight savings important. So I'm like, you know, how Amy is right. I'm like, Amy, don't interrupt me, and I'll just whatever. Yeah, this shit ain't happening. She's like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> no questions. <laughs> this block of instruction, hold all questions to the end, damn it. But, yeah, I'm working on that. So that's why I won't be at the show. Otherwise, I'd really want to go. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll take your word for it, sir. <laughs> oh, Lord. What all hunts do you have going on for this year? Um, Not real sure yet. What uh, do you think you'll have? Possibly Wyoming elk. Um, obviously all my South Dakota hunts, so archery, rifle, muzzleloader, hopefully, if I can draw a tag. Um, we be going back to the rock slide, uh, bear hunt? Yep, yep, rock slide, we just, uh, Avery Have we ever just... been invited to that? No. Oh. Well. I'm sure Avery would kill me, but <laughs> hey, you guys are invited. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's no, funny. it's a good time. Uh, no, it's pretty, pretty laid back camp. Last year I shot, shot the... A biggin. The the big old big old bear. I don't know if I should throw out numbers, just because of all the hate that you get when you throw out numbers on a bear. At least a twelve foot. It was least. I mean, <laughs> it, was, it was prehistoric. We'll just we'll just put it that yeah. way. How big was that? <laughs> <laughs> big. Real big. Like six foot. Uh, on the on the bear when we measured it, it was six nine. That's good. And then uh, we didn't have a scale or nothing, but we guesstimated 300, 300 pounds. Did he say, was it as big as that one I killed? I guess they didn't. That, didn't cause that, cause that one was pretty big, and we didn't have a scale there either. Um, did did he screw you like he did me, and when I showed up after packing it out the four miles to the highway, he wasn't there? He was drinking? 
No, nope. Yeah, Walker. You know, Avery kind of bailed out. when He wasn't even there. He bailed out early. No. Yeah. He had enough. <laughs> he did his two, three days that I was there. Pop smoke. Yeah, pop smoke and gone. I will say I've been listening to the Fred Bear Field notes. Yeah. It is a bit contradictory of the ethical shooting distance of compound hunters and then listening to that. Uh, they were doing some flinging, let me tell you. Um, it's like, uh, saw three caribou today, because it's pretty basic. It's his field notes, right? Yeah. So it's it's just like what you and I would write, right? Uh, rained all day today. Rained yes. Rained three. Well, not <laughs> yeah. what you would write. Uh, <laughs> went hunting today. <laughs> Cold. <Not> <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, saw three caribou, missed at 50, 60, and 70. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that was like, That's whoa. going full send. Yeah. Yes, but I mean, I well, don't even you, practice I guess that far. You miss as many, you miss the shots you don't take or whatever. Yeah. I think that Michael was their Jordan. motto. Um, it was funny because he was talking about shooting far distance and then he was saying, if I wouldn't have been urged by the Indian guide, I would not have shot the sheep because he had a like a 14 yard shot. So he went to half draw and just arced it over the hill, but he, he killed it. Uh, he's like, hit the moose today in the leg. The femoral artery was cut and after 350 <laughs> yards, it expired in the willows or whatever. You know, I was like, holy cow, these guys were letting her rip tater chip. You think Fred Bear would have hashtag conservation? Probably not, um, but he did wear a flannel and he looked good in it. Um, I watch his videos more often than I should, the, the old ones or yeah. whatever. There's some shit that just wouldn't fly nowadays. They're throwing glass bottles in the air, blowing them out of the sky. The water's deep here. The, it's the fine. good old days, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Too much shit's changed. Yeah, there's a lot of has changed. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, I think uh, Tanner and Kyle want to come in and do a podcast, basically calling out the uh, oh my gosh the changes in the outdoor industry. <laughs> <laughs> So I see you brought some notes in. What do you What do you got there? What did you bring for us this time? Uh, just notes, so I didn't forget what I was gonna say. And then we actually got <laughs> got into some good conversations. But no, just uh, just notes about the business. Um, kind of why I didn't opt to go with JerryShaw.com or yeah. JerryShaw Design. Yeah, tell us a little bit about Photo Lab Studios and uh, where people can get can get a hold of you and what the, and some of the other stuff about You're it. You're drawing my new tattoo up, by the way. Jerry does all kinds of things. Yeah. And, He's, he's a big dick. Big <laughs> when Jerry was growing, triumphant bastard. When Jerry was growing up, he had a little big bit of veiny. a problem drawing dicks. <laughs> big veiny bastard. <laughs> it's really not that big of a deal. <laughs> what movie is that from? That's from Superbad. Superbad, there you go. He's but like, no, he's like uh, dicks. You mean like, like man dick? Yeah, like a man dick. <laughs> Super gay. Super gay. <laughs> but, no, I mean, I opted to go with Photolab rather than my name obviously because you guys can't even pronounce it right and you guys know me Gary, Jerry, I didn't want to literally deal. this morning when he pulled up I was like who's that in the truck then you got out and you're like hey and I'm like oh it's Gary I mean Jerry <laughs> <laughs> mind you I've known Frank met him quite a few times for, for a few he years he was only now. here like last week Yeah, and I still screw it that, up that's how Frank's memory works I will works. say that last week's trip was not real memorable you choked a clown. I it was did. Bad. It, was, it was terrible. That's <laughs> why to... I made the six-hour trip back down to <laughs> myself. It literally, you're it talking like airball after airball. I was like, Jesus, we're not going to be able to post this. We got to gotta go to this meeting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Aaron's trying to throw me questions, and it's like, yes. <laughs> well, then we got done, and Frank's like, do you think we can post that? And I'm like, I don't know. I guess we can. I don't know if anybody will listen to it, but we're doing much better this time. Yes. I'm proud of you. 
And Ringo's Appreciate proud of you. It. I've been working the last two weeks doing fake podcasts. You know, I've got an Aaron Snyder cut out across my desk. And a, with and the a, lips cut out. <laughs> <laughs> you got somebody behind it with their lips moving. Uh, oh, Jerry. Peanut bagels. <laughs> Your buddy Jason. No, I'm just kidding. Close. Nick. Nick. I'm not sure where I got that from. Yeah. Nick seemed pretty cool. What's Nick do? Nick owns a Sideline Productions, so he has a JT or a large video screen that he goes around the country and rents out to different events and uh, different. He does like a lot with the the snowcross, the the ISOC, the international snow. Snowcross? It's like yeah, it's like the snow racing. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So he rents his screen out, and then you know they skyjack the screen up, and for all the all the people that come to the the event, does concerts and stuff like that. That's pretty smart and innovative. Yeah. Never would have thought of that. Yeah, I mean. buy a big TV and jack that fucker up in the air. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of these smaller facilities can't afford to buy their own, and they only need it for, you know, a two, three-day event. What's the cost of one of those things to buy? Hundreds of thousands. Holy shit. Yeah. So he took out a big loan. Big, big loan. But, I mean, yeah, I I think he paid it off fairly quickly just because there was such a demand, you know, in the area, you know, for the events kind of around South Dakota. And he travels all over the country. I think his guy right now is in, I want to say, New York. Yeah, that's what he was saying. He does a lot of driving and a lot of, he listens to a lot of podcasts and stuff. Yeah, I got him, got him hooked on you guys. And um, I think he listens to, obviously, you know, everyone listens to Rogan and Mm -hmm. um, different podcasts like that, but... So, uh, so you've been hammering any coyotes at all? That's what I was trying to get I, to with the toxic calls. No. Do you get a, do you get a chance to? Because I'm sure the coyote hunting in South Dakota, it's got to be pretty good with all the, uh, well, it's with the lack of people in the rolling hills, and it seems like it would be decent for coyotes. The western, I mean, if you can get away from the road, it's not bad. But I mean, oh yeah, especially around like in eastern South Dakota, everyone takes pot shots at at coyotes. So I mm-hmm. mean, they're as soon as they see the brake lights come out on the truck, they're gone. <laughs> yeah. Next county. Thanks yeah. for playing. That's but, funny. But, um, no, I mean, we try to get out, you know, in the off season. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if we're out deer hunting and we see a coyote, generally it turns into a coyote hunt pretty quickly. Yeah, I've been <clears throat> I've been kind of researching. Um, Broderick had a night vision scope when we were in Alabama. So I've been kind of looking into those. And then I started looking at thermal scopes. Mm-hmm. And then I started looking at the price tag. I'm like, good Lord, they're more expensive than my Forerunner. Yeah. So but I, w- I would like to. Uh, I think the best route to go if you want to use one of those things is to rent them. Yeah, the thermals. Yeah. Or have some guy in the military lose it uh, when he does his. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No one would ever do that. Um, if they're you nice, know though. nobody that would ever do that, uh, send them on away. <laughs> Weird thing about Colorado is it's like it's it's debatable if they're legal. Because I called the other day, and the, the guy's like, yeah, it's kind of a gray area. I'm like, well, that's why I'm fucking calling you. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't get arrested yeah. with my hunting license. I don't think that's a good defense. It was a gray area, Your Honor. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the way the reg- regulations read, it says that it's it's illegal to use artificial light after legal hunting hours. But yeah. That's you not can, artificial. But you can night hunt yeah. in Colorado. So what would be the legal hunting hours? It's not artificial? Well, well, no, because no, it doesn't cast a beam. Doesn't cast a beam. Oh, okay. So it wouldn't be. A, That's why some of them use illuminators. Yeah. So so well, much for being even a, even a so. How I would look at it, <laughs> if you have a, a night vision and then you have a, this is called a laser designator. You have a laser shooting out mm-hmm. a, a beam. Even that's not casting out light. You can't see it with your eyes. Yeah, it's true. So you can't li- literally, if you cast that beam out. 
and then you see it with the night vision, at no time is it casting light. <laughs> so, I mean, so essentially they just mean like a flashlight, red lens. Well, that's the thing, though. You can night hunt in Colorado and you can use... You can use flashlights. You can use yeah. You can use a, you so, can use a spotlight. I don't understand. But can what, you use a flashlight? <laughs> well, I mean that's yeah, technically that, that Pueblo. Has, you can. It has, to use, it has to do with meat care. It's <laughs> not <laughs> if you're on the west side. Uh, oh lordy! Yeah, nothing so, will be learned from this podcast. You may be dumber after this one, but you will laugh. Hey, it's a lot better than the first one. Yeah, it is actually. And you got any good jokes? None? Just say, I, totally really. choked that no. off. I, I got one Kaylee told me. You guys want to hear it? Yeah. It's, it's pretty clean. I got two. All right. Keep in mind, Kaylee told me the one when she was like 13, so it was really funny. <laughs> How come there is no playroom at Taco Bell like there is at McDonald's? Because the kids can't go play. They're too busy shitting their pants from the tacos. <laughs> <laughs> That came from my kid. I'm going to hell. I was going to say, the, the only one that comes to mind is one for my six-year-old nieces. And what do you get when you cross an elephant with a rhino? Elephino. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this chicken that goes into the library, goes up to the library, and it's like, buck, 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 buck. And so librarian gives the chicken a bunch of bucks, and the chicken takes off. Librarian's like, what the hell's going on? It's weird. Whatever. So the... Chicken takes off, comes back an hour later. Buck, 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 buck. And the librarian gives the chicken more books, and the chicken takes off. So, like the fourth time, the librarian's like, What the hell's going on? So, the librarian follows the chicken. Chicken goes out the library, downstairs, across the street, into the park, heads over to the frog, starts handing the frog books, and the frog goes, Read it, read it, read it. <laughs> <laughs> And that's all I got. Oh, boy. <laughs> Good Lord. This is what I was preparing for to fill the gaps up with Gary, Jerry coming back. This actually had to do with your prep for the uh, for the keto. <laughs> this was my prep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This now, I'll your, be telling those jokes in Kalamazoo. Did you guys know that uh, pigeons die after they have sex? No. Uh, well, the one I had sex with. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet mother. Oh, Lord, that's pretty good. So well, tell some of your notes there, Jerry. <laughs> with a J. G. <laughs> Hence why I went with Photo Lab Studios oh, and not Jerry Shaw designer. His real name is Gerald. Yes. He Gerald, explained Gerald. that to us last time he was here, and then I was like, it all makes uh, sense. Yeah. Geraldine. Well, <clears throat> my Jerry Goats, the deep voice Wisconsin mm, guy. Same. Um, he's from Park Falls. Super funny dude. But he's in the same boat. He's uh, Jerry with a J, J E R R Y. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but he's not as famous as you. He's it's probably yeah. safe in that way. He is funnier than hell though to <laughs> hunt there. Any when, when I hunted out like in the Midwest and then well, Wisconsin, Minnesota area, and then traveled west towards the Dakotas. I found out real quick shit's just a little bit different out in the Dakotas. Uh, we told this story last, I think I've told it before, where they burnt that deer out of the swamp. Not saying I'm not denying that it probably didn't happen, but they, man, you're not painting us well. <laughs> they fucking took diesel cans and burnt the swamp out and had shooters on the other end of it ready for this deer to come out. I was like and this was like normal and then there was are they Hudites? Uh, Hutterites. Yep. Hutterites, yeah. Yep. 
Hutterites everywhere. Um, and uh, I remember we pull up the truck. They they worked on the vehicles. Yeah. Um, and the one guy was like, "That's a big truck with a big <laughs> motor." <laughs> Is an F three fifty. Anyway, oh uh, yeah, you got some of them around Rapid City, Hutterites. Uh, not as much as we did back east. Um, but there, there's like colonies, yep, basically. Yeah, right? colonies of yeah. either German descent or Russian. Um, we'll break it down for us. Sounds like you have a little bit Holland. of intel. Isn't that that's, weird? That's as about as far as I know. Don't, they wear dresses and they have kind of a yeah, wardrobe, have, right? They, yeah, I mean black pants, suspenders. They got the beards. Yep. They got the Amish hair. No, 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 I'm a share. Rickshaw? Usually it's like the the fedora hats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, you see a bus pull up and 80 of them pile out into Walmart. And you see that in Pueblo a lot, too. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I can, is that, I can probably feel at home in Pueblo, then you're saying. You'd probably tech, get stabbed. But. Technology-wise, are they kind of like the Amish? No, I mean, I, they, I think, I mean, I think some, they have phones and all that They're good stuff. They're riding dirty. Yeah. One yeah. thing I don't understand about, I guess it, it's Amish because we have some in Southern Colorado is they, they don't, they're not supposed to use the technology, but then you fucking see them hunting and they have like badass gear, rifles, scopes, backpacks, but then they're wearing their regular clothing. Wearing the suspenders and. I swear, <clears throat> I was hunting with Dan a few years ago and it's like a blizzard out and we got our parkas on and. We got our, you know, all of our gear and stuff, and we're like, damn, it's fucking cold out here. And then we look down the trail, and three, a dad and two kids walk up, uh, and they're wearing button-up short sleeve shirts, Amish clothing. And they're like, hey, how you doing? And they start talking like they're whatever Pennsylvania Dutch they talk. And I was like, what the hell? I don't know. Anyway, they had a lot of expensive gear, so I think they Squirrel. hunting is an exception for them. Hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of things that are in exception. They have that magical fire. Oh, what's that? that? They sell oh, on TV? Yeah. The 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 wood burning stoves that don't burn wood. What? Right to you by the Amish. Those I don't stoves? even have TV, and I know about that. <laughs> the stoves Fuck, they, they probably invented in South Dakota. <laughs> you never seen them? No. They're probably from Rapid City. Oh, okay. Hold hold on, folks. What, what, We're going to use what, the what Googleizer. What are we talking about here? I I I'm lost now. I think they make an infrared stove. Amish magical fire. <clears throat> that's what I googled. That, that's what Amish it's called? magical fire. Right here. How miraculous is the Amish fireplace? If Bam. you could see the look on my face of confusion of what the <laughs> hell Aaron is talking about. You Isn't never that seen like that? the YouTube video that you put up on your TV during Christmas time? <laughs> right here. Heat surge electrical fireplace brought to you by the uh, Amish. Oh. Yeah, I guess I've seen those. I think Walmart sells them. Well, they came from the Amish. Oh. Don't disrespect Does it make that the noise? You know, I don't know. I never bought one. You need that. I would add a lot of ambiance here in the uh, Kafaro cast room. We're running out of room. Did you see we hung all the heads up? I did. The casting couch is open. <laughs> is, that the, is that the real reason why you came back? <laughs> no. I didn't get the full experience, bro. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So uh, we kind of got um, on a little bit of a tangent there. How can people get a hold of you for design and, and all that kind of stuff? And also tell us why you went with Photolab Studios instead of JerryShaw.com. <laughs> because Frank always pronounces my name wrong, <laughs> yeah. and it's and it's happened since elementary school. So, isn't there like a Jerry Shaw or a Gary Shaw like uh, to make backpacks for kids or some shit? Yeah, there's the Jerry like spelled the same way that makes makes backpacks. I'm pretty okay. sure. That, that, I don't think it's Shaw or anything. Oh, 
Yeah, good good call. But, so, uh, so how can people get a hold of you, and, and what kind of stuff can you offer? Because you did, aside from our stuff, you just said that you did uh, some of the stuff for, for uh, the Big Ginger Out East. You did a lot of his graphic stuff. Yep, his, I did his, uh, his hats and logos, um, the Toxic Call stuff. So pretty much anything that Toxic offers, you know, the, the artwork on the calls, the, the apparel, um, you know, the graphics on their trucks and boat wraps, different things like that, uh, I did. Um, the t-shirts for rock slide i've done quite a few for for avery and uh and robbie denning over there um been working with uh kendall card over at crispy and black ovis on some stuff and then um the by felicia shirt with uh luke, <laughs> with luke. luke uh, over at gladiators um and then just some different odds and ends uh with long range only and uh, mesa precision um just kind of kind of to name a few but if you guys want to need some need some good graphics and things like that you can find me at uh, photolabstudios.com uh, instagram at photolabstudios i think facebook's photolabstudios.usa i think um and then uh America. different different videos on uh youtube and and vimeo so yeah <laughs> you're hell of a salesman jerry <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, well, I think uh, your work definitely speaks for itself. You do a lot of awesome stuff for us, and uh, you definitely seem like one of those person people that are much better at arguing in text and email than you know face to face <laughs> confrontation. Are you a good mean emailer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I kind of took it as after that last podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I can't say I'm a very mean emailer. You're a very good hearted person. You can tell. I, I try. Like you can Most tell. Most of the time. What was that movie uh, um, where it was like, you know, the, the pure one made it? Frank and I are in trouble. You're probably going to make it to the end. Like you're the, oh, you're shit, the good this guy. Oh, this is the end? Is that what that was? You haven't seen that? Have you, the, mm. With all the comedians? Again, uh -uh. look at oh. confusion. Oh. He's like, Oh, it's like we're the comedians. Guys with, uh, we act hard, but we're hard as baby or soft as baby shit. <laughs> no, one with all the guys from Hot Tub Time Machine, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I've seen it once. I yeah. And the one dude's going to heaven. He's like, "Screw you guys, suck my balls." <laughs> and then it sucks and it back. back, back down. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's funny. Oh, but look. no, I appreciate you guys having me back on and giving me the opportunity to redemption. Totally redeem myself. We knocked this one out of the park. Yeah. yeah. And actually kept it, it fairly only, uh, it only, on schedule. It was only another six-hour drive. It's all good. That's all good. What I, else are you going to do while you're down here? Are you going to go run up to Trad Life? Yeah, I'm going to run over to RM, RMS gear. Um, I'm going to meet up hopefully with Lukey, um, with Gladiators, and uh, Dwayne Sessions with 303 Trophy Husband. I don't know what else he's with. He works with Brian, I guess, right? Yeah, he works with Brian. I think he's going to do some stuff with Phil over at No Limits. Um, I swung over there last night and shot my bow for a little bit, and Dana was there, shockingly. I'm pretty sure Dana's there every second day. second job, maybe. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, she's there all the time. Phil probably should hire her for a second job. Wouldn't be a bad idea. She probably shoots way better than I do. She shoots more than you right now. Frank hasn't been practicing much. You see, He's been too busy killing coyotes and getting after shot out from underneath after, him. Well, yeah, that's yeah. a point of contention <laughs> with me and Dan. But after big game season ends, from now until like March, it's predator hunting time. Yeah, I can't really say too much because the only reason I don't predator hunt is I don't like being cold. So I can't really make fun of you too much. And I shoot. I like to shoot a yeah. lot. Although Brandy Cooling was giving me shit the other day because I shoot too much. 
Too he's much? Like, is there, is there well, such a thing? Well, no. not. I shoot 10 arrows in a row to 12 oh. for three hours straight, and I don't stop. And he's like... Now think about what Randy would do and slow the fuck down, okay? <laughs> and I'm like, all right. He's like, five arrows, take a break. What you know? And he's like, can I give it, Amy the same advice? And and I of course I don't listen to it with a stick bow because I'm enamored like I was with a compound many years ago. And so, man, yesterday I was dropping some bombs. I was shooting good, but I was shooting like three arrows, taking a break, whatever. Never would I shoot broadheads at Bear Creek Lake because it's totally illegal. But if I had, <laughs> hypothetically they speaking, in a softball at forty yards, I was very happy with how I was shooting. What the? What was that broadhead that you just posted the other day? That black one. Um, Northern broadheads. They're out of uh, Australia. His name's Nick. He um he sent me a while ago, and Dana's got some too, uh, and it's a standard two blade cut on contact. Um, and then he came out with those, and he whatever he wanted me to test them. I'm like, dude, send some over, um, and for testing. So I'm going to take those down because we, you know, in, in in fairness, we shoot iron wheels. You don't really shoot cutthroats too much. I've never shot them. Yeah, so I've shot cutthroats through compound and a stick bow. I've shot iron wheels through both, and Valkyries just through the stick bow, and the that's. Pretty much for fixed blades, what we've stuck to. For the, you know, you shot some strikers. We've shot some strikers. Mm -hmm. And then you shot a pile of mechanicals. I've shot a pile of mechanicals. Um, not with the stick bow. But I think, Frank, you'd probably say if you had to pick one fixed blade, it'd be an iron will. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah so that's, and, that's what I'm shooting on for my fixed blades. Well, and Randy and I were talking about this yesterday. Like, like if you had to pick the one um, for everything, uh, it it would be difficult um, not to pick something like an Iron Will or a Valkyrie. And when you talk about there's nothing wrong with a cutthroat, but they're a little bit smaller cutting diameter, but they, they penetrate. Um, where with the Iron Will, they have the bleeder blades. Mm -hmm. And with um, a Valkyrie, they've got the three blade. Yeah. Um, with the Northern, what has they're going for them, they're a two blade. You can get different widths is the price. You can get six for 50 bucks. Um, iron wheels are about a hundred bucks for three. Yeah, you, you shed a tear when I you lose that arrow. Yeah, twenty dollars a piece, ish, right? No, or more than that. The thirty. It's like three. For no, thirty-three bucks yeah, each. Yeah, it's well, like hundred bucks. Well, if I was on the prices, right? That'd still be good. <laughs> <laughs> and then Valkyries, somewhere the same or a little more, yeah. probably. But we got a little time. It's a good conversation. All right. So when you talk about Frank and I've talked about the best, yeah, there isn't a there cannot be a best broadhead because you have so many different animals, but there can be, I mean, this is me talking. You guys chime in. There can be pretty damn close for for big game. Where it comes into play is when you talk Chris Grow and I got talked to death this a lot because he's talking about momentum and guys shooting little broadheads when they should have shot a mechanical so they had a bigger hole for blood trailing and. But for a fixed blade, leaving out mechanicals, um, if you were going to pick one, why would you pick, let's say, you guys are shooting iron wheels? What's the good, give give the highlights. I got to say, the biggest thing for me is accuracy. The sharpness, I mean, it's, you look at it and you're going to get a paper cut. And when, when, Frank, when Frank says, and I'll attest to this because I test these fuckers all the time, is the accuracy, they consistency on them they don't spin untrue they're 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 very precise and they are always sharp um and and bill makes a hell of a product he's a great guy but you look at 
and I'm just throwing this shit out here. You look at Cutthroat and an Iron Will, um, or excuse me, and a Valkyrie as well. The Cutthroat's downside would just be the cutting diameter or the cutting surface. You don't get a lot of cutting. The Valkyrie, the downside, there's short and long ones, but you got to have the system, the center pin system, so it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're kind of stuck with that three blade if you don't like it. But, I mean, they all make... I mean, they're all really good heads. I mean, the cutthroats are less expensive than those. And Excuse I, me, but again, they're they're not as wide of a cut. And saying I was talking to Danny last time we were down here, and it sounds like they're going to come out with a hundred grain cutthroat. They're trying to at least. Yeah. Um. So I'm when they come out with those, I'll probably pick up a few and yeah, give yeah. those a run. I mean, really, on the ones, the minus the price, there's really not a yeah. Yeah. I mean, you do get what you pay for. Um, would I be buying um? Uh, Valkyries and Iron Wills. Well, I've paid for both, so I would. And and, and and when I say that, Bill gives us free stuff and Brent gives me free stuff. But we've bought both um, and we've got them free. Would I buy them for everything? Honestly, I probably wouldn't be flinging. Um, so you're not fling that a-, a doe's life is less important than a giant buck's life, but just because of the size of the body. And Frank and I talked about this. You're on a hunt of a lifetime, a higher end, more precision made broadhead is what you're going to want to use if you go on a, a hunt of a lifetime it may not be what you choose to use if you're you know shooting does or whatever else and gonna say are and, you going to spend the money to shoot an iron will at a turkey definitely not a turkey well i just that's where i say there's not a right i'm a big cutting diameter guy yeah. for for turkeys you know whether it be a giant mechanical or that tree shark or xxl or whatever giant head seen those uh what is they sever mm-hmm. sever broadhead you try to drop them Drop the mic. I, I tested out a few of them. I didn't use them this year because they didn't have 125s, and that's what I was shooting. But oh. they flew really well. Yeah, so I picked up a few hundred grainers. I didn't shoot anything with them, but yeah, I think from what I hear from uh, from them and from Isaac, they're going to come out with 125 this year. So we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, like Aaron's saying, <clears throat> I think it just depends on the animal, and I guess you can't. There isn't just one broadhead that you'd want to go with. Um, but like for instance, in Alabama. We had a bunch of schwackers that Aaron was sent, and he gave them to me, and I brought a shitload of schwackers down there because I had a lot of them, and they're cheap, yeah. <laughs> and we're shooting does. So, but there is only one arrow, and that is day six arrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no kidding. Now, I, you know, in reality, I mean, Brod- Broderick or whatever with day six is obviously I'm super loyal yeah. to him, and uh, but I mean. Uh, the day six arrow is a niche arrow. It's a heavy carbon. I mean, Easton makes and Isaac. We're friends with Isaac. You know, I get these questions all the time. But um, I, there's nothing wrong with a, uh, a an axis, right? An axis arrow. They make great arrow. There's lots of great arrows out there. The niche that you know where day six fits in is a super high tolerance and a heavy carbon. Yeah. But the amount of effort guys put into their arrow setups, which is good. But, you know, if you can't hit a bull in the ass with a base fiddle, you might want to practice shooting a little bit, too, and not worry as much quite about I mean, it's important to worry about your setup. You also want to practice shooting, too. A bull in the ass with a base fiddle. I took that from a good friend of mine, Jerry Rose, out of Illinois. <laughs> He's the one to talk me how to shoot, actually. With a J. <laughs> with a J? Yeah. He spells it incorrectly. You can't hit a barn wall <laughs> from the inside of the barn. Those kind of things. Can't hit the broadside of a barn or that. But yeah, yeah. Base fiddle, huh? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Frank, you got anything else? Thanks for coming on, Jerry. Yeah, thanks for uh, offering me my redemption song here. 
Jerry. Jerry. I just want to play that, but I don't think there's like just a Jerry. I'm sure there is. Look it up. He's looking. That's what it sounded like when Luke was on the mic, uh, him and uh, uh, Justin Gaethje. Because <laughs> <laughs> their noses have been broken so many times. It, it sounded like we had Darth Vader's on for corner. <laughs> is that what that's called, Jerry? Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. You know, and oh. he'd always come on and do crowd and chant. Oh, good Lord. I didn't know that. I've never watched Jerry Springer. Though. What? Oh, what? <laughs> you grew uh -uh. up in Oregon and you never watched Jerry Springer? I'm sure half the episodes were... <laughs> yeah, the contestants were from there. Uh, that's great. <laughs> Other um, half were from South Dakota. <laughs> no, uh, I, I love South Dakota. Jobs. Yeah. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Sorry, this one got a little strayed here and there, but at least you'll probably laugh. Yeah, at least at least you'll actually listen to this one. So. Yeah, and Jerry did talk. Yes. Good job, Jerry. Proud yeah. of you. All right, everybody, have a good morning.